Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Turn it up. It's your life. The mixtape. I'm Greg Howard Jr., podcaster, TikToker, public nuisance. Each week, I invite a special guest to talk about their life through the songs that had an impact on them. A bit of a warning, uh, there may be some cussing, so if that's not your thing, feel free to skip that part. Um, Also, we may get into some heavy subjects, so if that's not your thing either, you can skip those parts too. But uh, don't skip too much because we talk about some really great songs in this episode. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, this week, I am joined by my sometimes partner in crime, most of the times partner in crime, uh, my soon-to-be co-host for the upcoming show, uh, Coastal Elites. I almost fucked Whoa. up the name. I almost called it what? something else. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> almost called it Cultural Elites, like. Well, please welcome to the show. He has been a guest on several of my other shows. He's the one. He is the only. He is the beautiful, the national treasure. He is Mr. Brandon. Hey, buddy. What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. Now, Brandon has told me he is completely unprepared for this recording. Um, so I apologize in advance for his lack of professionalism. Because I'm about to be a hot mess. <laughs> so tell me sir uh obviously fan of music yes yes i am good good so what is convenient for this podcast um so what is your favorite song right now well but you know what this current music i'm like what the hell is going on with this crap (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I always go back to like the music from like the 80s and 90s. So right now, the song that I'm constantly playing on like my Apple music is Careless Whispers by George Michael. All right. That is, that is like my go-to, like, like I'm singing my heart out on a drive home, you know, that that's like, yeah, George Michael, that's it. Yes. boyfriend looking at you like you're 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 feeling this a little too hard sir well you know george michael was <laughs> you know when i knew <laughs> like that was confirmation right. of when i right. knew that faith video with him shaking his butt in them little tight jeans with a guitar really i knew then 
Because see, for me, it was um, it was the Freedom ninety video with with all those gorgeous supermodels, and I went, I got nothing. (laughs) No, (laughs) but (laughs) but George Michael and some tight jeans. Yeah, that that did it for me. (laughs) You know, it was it was that moment where um, Naomi Campbell is walking through that apartment in the sheet. And instead of going, I want to be with her, I went, I want to be her. That, that walk was something serious. And that, it's that thing can walk. That walk is it's, nasty. That thing is sick. <laughs> nobody. You cannot nobody outwalk mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell. <laughs> Tyra Banks tried. <laughs> Tyra Banks got her ass handed to her, too. <laughs> Do you even anyway, know who Johnny Versace is? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's take it back. Uh, what is the first song that you remember hearing? The first song, well, you know, I grew up with my grandmother, and my grandmother was very, very religious. You know, she would take me to church. You know. In South Carolina, the church was right across from our apartment. So we would walk across the street to Macedonia Baptist Church, Missionary Baptist Church. And right across the other street was my other grandmother's church, the House of Prayer. So my dad's side of the family is Kojic. <laughs> my mom's side of the family Baptist. <laughs> so I, the song that I first remember hearing is um, A Brand New House or okay. A Brand New Life. It's like, it's very old school, like, you know, I moved out, yes, I did, to a brand new... I was like, yeah, glory. You know, yeah. I remember that. But the first secular song I remember hearing is... What is... I think Pump Up the Jam sampled yeah. it. They sampled it, but it was in the 80s. It might have been them, but I used to think the lyric said, get your booty on a porcupine. <laughs> but... It- <laughs> But I think it said, get your booty on the floor tonight. I think that, and make my day. That was the yeah. song that I remember hearing. But I used to always <laughs> those, say, those get are your, the correct lyrics. Yes, but I used to always say when I was little, get your booty on the porcupine. Don't know why I said it. It just sounded right to a five-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old me. So yeah, <laughs> those are the first two songs I remember hearing. Um, for for the, the listeners who are, are not uh, familiar Kojic stands for uh, Church of God in Christ, um, yes. and and I only mention that because uh, Lizzo did an interview with NPR, I think like last year, mm-hmm. and the 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 poor woman interviewing her, Lizzo brought up that she was brought up Kojic, Kojic. and yeah. <laughs> the the woman interviewing her went, "What is what is that?" Church so which led Christ. to a whole 45 minute. And I love Lizzo. I love me some Lizzo. I do too. <laughs> I do she, too. She grew up here in the Houston area in A-Leaf. So um, my boyfriend, um, I think they didn't go to school together, but the high school that she went to, he went to. Like he graduated a few years oh, okay. before her. But yeah, Lizzo's cool. <laughs> I'd love to have her on the show. That'd be a fucking trip. Lizzo. If you're out there, yeah, Greg wants you on this show, and on show. 
I would love to be a part of that too. So come on. <laughs> and also, little known fact about Lizzo, um, she was a Prince protege. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, Prince, yes. The estate is selling bed sheets now. Ah, Prince is not happy with that. No, bless his heart. I know he is kicking. Oh yeah. Like if he can kick them with his with his heels on, he would. Uh-uh. I don't like that. Mm-mm. But folks I mean, gotta make money. They're they're pretty. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't we weren't past tax season, I probably would have bought some. But you know, I'm between <laughs> soft and velvety. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and purple. <laughs> But I mean, for $118 for a twin sheet, that bed better fucking make itself. It and that bed better do some other things. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, what is the song? um, Getting back to the point at hand, uh, what is the song that makes you cry? Oh, so. One song that would have me just toe up um, as I'm like thinking about things, you know. Um, one song that would just have me tore up is Kurt Franklin's My Life, My Love, My All. And Sorry. it's like that that refrain part, you know, when they do the OOs and Oh, Lamb, So True, I Surrender, Surrender, I'm, and I'm just toe up. Like that song gets me. And, um, it's it's not really a song. It's certain live performances that that'll get me. So when Aretha Franklin sang "Natural Woman" at the Kennedy Center Honors with yeah. Carol King in the audience, like that had me like bawling. That had me like crying like crazy. And um, when Jennifer Hudson did uh, that song from the Color Purple Broadway for Oprah, yes. Yeah, fucked me up for a week. But Fantasia's tore me up when she was on Oprah when she did a few months before. And what also had me, you know, emotional was Jennifer Hudson. Um, I I keep going like my friends. We call her screaming for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jennifer. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But when she sang, um, "Will you be there?" I think at Michael Jackson's Mm -hmm. um, memorial service. That was another one. So. I'm, I get emotional with, with certain, it just depends on my mood and what I'm reflecting yeah. on. But like that Kurt Franklin, my life, my love, my all, that would tear me up every time, every single time. Just have me just slain in the spirit when I'm, when I'm, you know, saved in that particular moment. I tell my people I'm saved, but not delivered. <laughs> <laughs> and my salvation is, depends 25%, 50%, 75%. Never quite get to that 100%. <laughs> uh, I was at work today and um, Yolanda Adams, uh, The Battle Is Not Mine came on. And it oh just it, it caught me just like mm-hmm. at the right moment. And I was like, I, I have to go sit in the bathroom and cry for a minute. Yeah. You just have you on the floor, like just yeah. just laying, laying <laughs> prostrate just out there, just, just toe yeah. up. <laughs> Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the folks listening at home, uh, 
Yolanda Adams' version of Oh Holy Night is the only one that's acceptable to play at Christmas? It is. It it it, it is. That that's it. That's all. That's that's the yep. that's the mic drop on that one. Like <laughs> nobody else can like when you give a tribute to anybody, like nobody else can give a tribute to Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams yeah. is the only one that can give her own tribute because no one else, nobody is as oily as she is. And for those at home, when I say oily, that means her voice is anointed. <laughs> you know, nobody else has that 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 skill. They just go. They they just have to play videos back. Th- that's uh, it. Right. That's it. <laughs> so what what is your guilty pleasure song? Like, what's a song that's just absolutely terrible but you love it? Okay. And I go back to the Whitney Houston documentary when she said she was singing off key on the record. (laughs) 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 But (laughs) as she was, because I'm like, wait, ooh, you singing under the note. Like you were sharp and flat. You're flark. But um, Paul (laughs) Abdul's Rush, Rush. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. And, And I... And, and, and here's the thing. I think that song was actually written, it was going to be given to Pat LaBelle, but I think Pat LaBelle turned it down and Paul Abdul had it. I was like, okay, I like the song. It was just like, it's just a nice little groove to it and whatnot. But I didn't appreciate the song until I heard Pat LaBelle sing it at her concert where she was doing all the songs that she had either passed over or yeah. somebody else had gotten. But yeah, Rush Rush by Paul Abdul. And um, Madonna's um, get in get in the groove and who's that girl? Okay. Like you know, okay. you know I, I like Madonna. Like don't, Madonna's that's like my workout, you know, workout songs. You know, uh, I, yeah. And okay. unfortunately, um, that Justin Bieber Peaches song. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I I'll get I'll I'll let you have that. I'll, I'll I'll let you have that because that chorus will get stuck in my head sometimes. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, it's catchy. Yeah, and but you like were... I, I've never heard the whole song. And I only know, I've only ho- heard the chorus. And That's it. Because for like two months straight, it was the only song anybody used on TikTok. That was it. And I think that's why I'm like, okay, that's catchy. That's cool. That, that, you know, so yeah, that's, that's a guilty pleasure. Um, I'm trying to think, are there any more guilty pleasures that I would be embarrassed if people knew that I listened to them? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I'm unashamed about everything else. (laughs) I just, I, going back to the Paul Abdul to, and Patti LaBelle thing, like, I just, how do you go from Miss Patty passed on this song? Mm-hmm. Let's let Paula have it. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? Paula Abdul was J-Lo before J-Lo. No, 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 no. To be fair, though, those are actually Paula's vocals. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) You are absolutely right. At least Paula, you know, stuck to singing herself off key on the record. Yeah. You know, and I think she only got the record contract or whatever and had clout within the community 
because wasn't she dating Arsenio Hall? She dated Arsenio point, Hall which is for a while. For a while, and, like around coming to yeah. America because she choreographed it. And at yeah, that same she time, she choreographed for Janet too. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, when you Paula was with Arsenio, wasn't Nippy with Eddie Murphy? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's how she got rush rush mm-hmm. because nippy passed on it nippy might have passed on it <clears throat> and said well here give this to my boyfriend's girlfriend my boyfriend's mm-hmm. friend's girlfriend girlfriend and uh-huh that's and then that's and, yeah. and paula got the big head probably and and you know what no like i like paula like uh, i'm oh, sure yeah. paula Dula, she's a sweet woman you know i loved her on american idol i just she, you were singing off key on the record paula yeah. And that just, yeah. those are just facts. <laughs> and you know what, but you know what? That's, that's okay because that's a gold record. That, that is have. a gold record. That is a gold so, record. You know. You know. <laughs> and God forgives. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so speaking of singing off key on the record, mm-hmm. uh, what's the best song to sing in the shower? Ooh. Um, speaking of Patty. Um, on my own with Michael McDonald. Yeah, like I seen that at the top of my lungs. Then I act like I'm in the Tony Braxton video for "Unbreak My Heart." <clears throat> you know that scene when she's <laughs> and she's like, you know, crawling like I'm seeing that at the top of my lungs. Um, what is another song? Any like I give concerts when I'm in the shower. Like it, it's crazy. I'm doing Luther's greatest hits. I'm doing Anita Baker, you know, with Luther, I'm doing Give Me the Reason and 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 um So Amazing and Um Stop Stop to Love. And then with Anita Baker, you know, I'm giving you the best that I got and sweet love. And you know, I'm 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 like an RB, like old school RB fanatic. Like I love that music. And then I'm doing Lisa Fisher's How Can I Ease the Pain? Can't hit them notes. Oh. <laughs> Can't hit them nose at all, but I'm giving it my all. And that, like, I love Whitney Houston, but if there's a singer that I can say could sing neck and neck with Whitney Houston, it will be the one and only, the amazing, the incomparable, the epitome of vocalist, Miss Lisa Fisher. Like, to sing with the Rolling Stones and back up for Luther and Aretha, not Aretha, but Tina Turner and Shaka Khan and all like you bad and yeah so but i'm singing them songs and then you know little beyonce you know um countdown (laughs) (laughs) are you doing the the shoulder thing yeah that that type of stuff yeah and another thing beyonce is another person i like to listen to when i work out and i forget where i met sometimes so on that song grown woman you know, that one like got a boot to the oval and she saw it shaking, or you know, sing any of her songs, I forget where I'm at. And then I start gyrating and rolling down to the ground and stuff in the gym. And I look around at people like, bruh, I'm like, my bad. I'm listening to Beyonce. <laughs> I will never forget. I was um on the treadmill once in in a planet fitness. Um, minding my business. <laughs> and uh crazy in love came on mm. 
and just for any time crazy in love comes on like that walk she did in the video that i just that walk I, was sick i just I, every time like those those playing? horns kick in and fucking hands <laughs> go to the hips and, yeah and then you and all that you yeah. know and um get me body that mm. one so yes. yeah <laughs> also fun fact about get me bodied um for those of you that have seen uh beyonce's homecoming netflix special the reason that solange dances with her and that during that song is because solange wrote that song mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. the more you know the more you know there's actually more for my white listener yes uh, than, yes than anybody else um what is the song that best summarizes what love is? Ooh. I Love by Natalie Cole. Yes. That, that is correct. That yes. song there, you know, she says, you're my morning star shining brightly beside me. That, <laughs> like, <laughs> that song there. And, um, Lover, Lover for Life by Whitney Houston from her My I'm Baby, Your Baby Tonight album. Like, I can, that's probably the song that I would dance to when and if I get married, you know, is Lover for Life. You know, you've heard my testimony. You've seen my evidence. Hey, it's yeah. a crime of passion in every sense. Like, come on now. Like, like I know. those are some heavy lyrics, like that song. And I love me some him. Yes. By Tony Braxton, which was written by the late Andrea Martin, um, who also who wrote... Do no wrong. No. She also wrote Show Me Love uh, by Robin S. Yeah. And Too Gone Too Long. No, or was it Too Gone Too Long by In Vogue? I think she wrote I that. think so. She might have. And Monica, Why I Love You So Much, and a Fantasia song. Yeah. Yeah, so she, yeah, that her pen, her pen, her pen was epic. So, R.I.P. Miss Andrea Martin. Yes, you are missed. Uh, speaking of love songs, have you heard? There's a Jill Scott track um, called "Back Together." Why? I'm trying to think. I might have heard it. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna send it to you when we get done because okay, okay. it is. <laughs> It is, I have decided my wedding first dance song because goddamn. Okay, Jill. And I love me some Jill. So I saw Jill Scott in, in the Woodlands a few years back. And when I say she put on a show, she put on a show. And the stuff that she was doing with that microphone, I was like, Jill, <laughs> you don't even what you're doing, girl. Like, like, it was, it was, I was like, oh my God. But that, that show was epic and she was um crossed my mind and yep. you know that how amazing i just oh that i love jill scott <laughs> yeah and to be as godly and sanctified as she is to write just some of the just nastiest sex jams like, listen some of us saved, sanctified, and godly folks, we nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, 
and mm. she's doing she's doing nationwide uh commercials now and she she's even made the fucking nationwide jingle a bop i'm like okay all right Come this on, yes. Jill. like i just she's just beautiful like her smile her spirit like like i just she's the type like i feel like if she hugs you you just just feel like you're just comforted mm-hmm. and and i bet you she smells like just cocoa butter and 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 fresh baked cookies and love and love like, you know <laughs> and i just ah <sighs> jilly from philly <laughs> so on the flip side of that question uh what is the best song about a breakup so in high school i had a breakup and i thought it was the end of the world i was in 10th grade um and um my one of my good friends sent the song to me is by peace and um what's the word get on from you i can't it was like the video was very like claymation and stuff and it's like you took your home oh, oh, yeah what um, like shit. that song there i just and I can't, and I hate that I can't remember the words, but that song was like one of the best breakup songs, you know, um, to me. And and to go back with the Pat LaBelle and Michael McDonald on my own, like that's a breakup record. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was like, now we're now we're up here talking divorce and we weren't even married. Like, what was y'all doing to each other? Like, yeah. But I need to find that song by Khalees. Get uh, what is what is it? What is it? Get along with you. That's the name. Of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song helped get me through a breakup. It, it it did. Um, but yeah, to me that's one of the best ones. And um, not gonna cry by Mary J. Blige. Yes, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna cry. <clears throat> That whole Wayne Takes Hill soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That's like... That, that was just... For the, those of know. us that were alive during that period, that was the In Your Feelings Ooh. album. It was like, Why Does It Hurt So Bad? Another breakup song. And I just think about Nippy singing it at the MTV Movie Awards and just sweating and just... Yep. Vocals was just on point and um, It Hurts Like Hell. You know, with the real friend, that whole album was just... Oh, yeah. Count on me. Count on me. Yeah. Yeah. With with Stacey Winans. Yes. Another artist that could go toe to toe with Whitney vocally. Yep. <clears throat> hmm. Yep. Speaking of Count on Me, uh, I will not ever, ever forget. And the video is still saved on my phone somewhere when uh, Tamia and Deborah Cox got together over Zoom and sang the fuck out of that song yes. at the beginning of the pandemic. Sang oh. the fuck out of that song. And weren't they sitting down? Yeah. I, I just, and and just to, like, me, <clears throat> to me, is underrated. Oh, she's, she's one of the most up. underrated artists. And I hate that for her because mm-hmm. the girl sings down. To me, and Shantae Moore. Yeah, just, put a move on my heart. Yeah. That was that that track is six and a half minutes long. Yeah, she is blowing the entire track. 
the entire track she's blowing and that's the that's the genius of quincy jones yep. you know uh, amazing else that could write a damn song right right produce and all that you know i think about secret garden mm-hmm. <laughs> you know with barry white I <laughs> and it's important to note that um quincy jones wrote the score for the mm-hmm. color purple he did for the um the original the, movie yeah for the film for the film um like god is trying to tell you something and and with the color purple what people don't know i think phyllis hyman was cast as i believe suge avery at some point but i think because of she was having mental issues going yeah. on and steven spielberg said no i can't i can't deal so they said uh-uh so they went with margaret avery and then they had to have tata vega yeah who um sang with um oh um why did my mind just go blank i should know this <laughs> and people want to kick my butt for this but he has a, a twin sister that was also a gospel singer it'll come to me once we're done with this podcast and i'll right, tell you right. that's his name um <clears throat> but tata vega actually was the singing voice for suge avery I don't, I, and when people, when the musical comes out in the movie theaters, I don't want people to be disappointed because you're trying to compare it to the 1980s movie. Right. If you haven't right. seen the Broadway play, it's the same movie, but not. It's the same. It, it's, the music's different. You're not going to hear Miss Yeah, it's also, yeah. It's also, yeah, you're not going to hear Miss Seeley's Blues. You're not going to hear God's Trying to Tell You Something. You're not. Uh, now, Andre Crouch, that was his name. There you go. <laughs> now, Suge, uh, Suge has a song she in uh, the Color Purple musical. Um, it's Push the button. called Push, Push the Button. The button. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a sexy little fun time. It is. Cry out uh, like a lion's roar. I, yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. And they are going to, yes. I'm going to yeah. be in the movie theater. I'm going to be I need a church mother behind me. I need an usher with the, you know, with the white shirt and black skirt and pants with the white shoes with a sheet yeah. ready for me when I fall out. You yes. know, when Fantasia sings, I'm here. I just, I'm ready for all that. Like that. Box of tissues, like the, just, the whole, the whole thing. The, the so whole if you're thing. unfamiliar with the Color Purple musical, please check it out check out the music before you go see the film version uh you will not be disappointed from start to finish it's fantastic amazing and i like the original broadcast and the original broadway cast album better than the new broadway cat um um, cast album that came out like a decade or two later um though i love cynthia revo i think and can i be honest with you (laughs) I saw Respect and I saw the Aretha, you know, yeah. um, movie that the was Annie. on the Annie um, version. Yeah. Um, yep. Can we have an honest conversation about Respect? <laughs> I mean, mm. <sighs> yep. There's a reason why Jennifer Hudson did not get nominated for an Academy Award. But we need to move on. <laughs> anyway. Yes. 
So what is a song that you once loved, but you listened to it recently and you realize that it's it's shit? It's Delicious by Destiny's Child. Take that back. I'm you sorry. Take that back right the fuck now. I'm sorry. And I love that song. But I'm like, it 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 make it 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 makes and I love Destiny's Child. Okay, all right. I take I mean, it back. If, if we're if we're gonna put a Destiny's Child song that yeah. hasn't aged well yeah. into the conversation, <laughs> it needs to be uh nasty put some clothes on. Oh. It needs to be that song. Ooh. Yeah, that one's terrible too. But I never liked that song. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked it. Because I'm like, okay, that's fair. This, this that's is fair. stupid. Uh, but and the thing is like I'll jam the blue, you know, but I just it and I hate that I don't like it anymore. But that that's the song I'm like, oh I uh, if I don't if there's one Destiny Shaw song that I don't ever have to hear again, that's one of them. That that's one of them, you know. Un, unfortunately, that's un, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, for me, if I could like not hear a Destiny's Child song again, it would probably be Survivor. That's another song that I can't stand now. <laughs> yeah, that that it. I hated that song from the beginning. And I mean, I'm I'm like, uh, I'm glad that Michelle got got a whole verse, a whole verse for a whole twenty verse. seconds, you know, um, you know, and you know, but you know, God gives and God's take God takes away because that's the performance that she fell down during. So <laughs> no, no, she fell down on Soldier. Oh, was it? It was Soldier that she fell down on, and Kelly looked at her, and then just kept it moving. <laughs> I mean. And she felt loud. Yeah, she did. That was like one of the first viral internet moments <laughs> was her falling on 106 in Park. And mm-hmm. it was like, she got up, she was like, damn, I'm fired. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but they kept her around because Solange said no. Um, I mean, what? You said, what? Uh, oops, Who said shady, that? Shady, shady, shady. I mean, because luggage lasted for how long? <laughs> Two months? <laughs> Well, we can send your luggage. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. How am I going to get it? It doesn't make sense. Oh, it's, it, it don't? It's not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, but sweet. Survivor and Blue Ooh, she... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, Farrah. Mm-hmm. What is she doing now? Um... You know, if she can get her shift covered at Long John Silver's, uh, she'll probably be at the reunion. Mm. But I do want a DC5 album with Beyonce, Kelly Michelle, Latavia, and Latoya. Um, I, I want, I do want that type of album or tour. Like, I think they owe that to the fans. And then on stage, you know, they can just put some luggage there and say, hey, Farrah. And then you keep it moving. I mean, you know, they they could do like like they did in the uh, say my name video. Mm. Just mm. put some random people up there and 
Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would know. That was that was some ish. Like I'm looking at the video, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Latoya and Latavia. What's holding going up, on? Holding up the CD cover next to the TV, like, going. Wait a minute, I'm like, that's not them. Who are these people? And then you know, mm. Harpo, who that woman? <laughs> oh, who them women? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Destiny Child we remember from the writings on the wall and the first Destiny Child album. What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? Oh. This is hard. <laughs> this is really, really hard. Because there's been so many great movie soundtracks, you know. We've already talked about Waiting to Exhale, you know, and that whole album from start to finish was amazing. And then, of course, we can talk about The Bodyguard with I Will Always Love You, but I feel like the best song on that soundtrack was I Have Nothing or Run to You. You know, it's, you know, and the Soul Food soundtrack. I, you know, people sleep on that one and it's crazy. But and the set it off soundtrack, like oh my god, yeah. Uh, but I would have to say the um, it would have to be Purple Rain from the Purple Rain soundtrack. Like like that's it's it's the lyrics, it's the way Prince sings the song, it's the way he plays the guitar like that that was a magical song and a magical soundtrack um followed by on that same soundtrack i would die for you you know i you yeah yeah so it would have to be purple rain the purple rain soundtrack yeah i feel like and i could be wrong and if you're listening at home please correct me I feel like that's the first time that Purple Rain has been used as an answer for this question. Are you serious? Yeah. I, 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 come on now, people. Because usually it's um, it's I will always love you. Is, yeah. <clears throat> is usually the answer. Um, there's there's been a few others, but I will always love you is usually. You know, and it's. To me, that's one of the greatest songs. Like Dolly Parton was really in her bag when she wrote that. Like, and yeah, she she knew she knew that okay, in order for this song to go to the next level, I need to give it to Whitney. Um, and this has to be on that soundtrack. But I will, you know, I have to give that slight advantage to Purple Rain. I just think it's just the it's the musicality of the song, like it's the emotion, it's everything. What um, television show has the best theme song? <laughs> oh, God. Um, ooh. And I watch a lot there of television. Is, there is a correct answer to this question. There are multiple correct answers to this question mm-hmm. because we can there, talk about the, just one. There's just one. I mean, we can just talk one. about the Jeffers moving on up. You know, I, that's up there. And then the good times, you know, ain't we lucky we got them, you know, that's, and then Maud, <laughs> you know, and then the Golden Girls theme song, you know, and how it's been churchified by that boy snatching that wig off, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but I would have to say, um, and I and I think because I love this because I used to watch this with my grandmother growing up. Um, Amen. That thing song, you know, it is it's 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 perfect because it's Vanessa Bell, um, yeah, Callaway, you know, Callaway singing in her good good raspy gospel voice. And you have Sherman Hemsley walking and strutting down, and he's jump roping with the kids. And fucking double dutching. Double dutching. You know, he's double dutching. And and then he's walking down and saying, you know, it's shine, shine. You know, that I I think I love that because of the emotional attachment to it. So I'm going to go with Amen. But just in general, that Jefferson theme song is timeless and it's a classic. But I don't want people to sleep on the Family Matters theme song. Oh, also a good one. Yeah. I want people to sleep on that one. And what's funny is that, like, okay, I was in choir when I was in high school. Um, And we were on our way to a a competition in South Padre Island. And on the bus, my choir teacher pulled out his keyboard and all you heard was... And we got a bus to sing it. Days go by, and we're like having a great time grooving to that song, and we just so that that Family Matters song is like that's Chef Chef's kiss, you know. But it would have to be Amen, just for personal and emotional connection. But the Jeffersons, and then the Family Matters theme song. You know, thinking thinking about it, and this this is more a question for the listeners, um, can, because to my knowledge, there are exactly two times that I can think of that a television character has double dutched in the opening, and it's Sherman Helmsley and Amen. And mm-hmm. Don Lewis in the original, in the first season opening for A uh, Different World. A Different World. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one, too. The Different World theme songs. And the but best one the was the original. Not the Boys and Men version. Huh? Not the Boys and Men version. Just put that, put that there. Um, yeah. <laughs> unpopular opinion, but. That was the weaker. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Aretha was the, 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 that was the pinnacle. You know, but yeah. yes, you. I believe you're right. Like Don Lewis was double dutching in that one, and and I I need them to put a man on streaming on Prime or something yes. because I need to watch that episode where Deacon Fry Sherman Hemsley is fighting with Nell Carter, and she like puts him in a fireman's carry and like twirls him around and throws him over the couch. Like you know what? <laughs> Speaking of Nell Carter. That's another great television theme yeah. song. Give yes. me a break. Give me a break. I love Neil Carter. I... God, <sighs> all. Yes, like, like, give me a break. That theme, that that show was amazing. Like, Thelma Hopkins, who you played find somebody who had like fucking excellent comedic timing. People comedic timing. sleep on Neil Carter. You know, and I hate it. You know, because she was amazing. Comedic timing, serious acting, as well as vocals. Like amazing, mm-hmm. and Tama Hopkins was on. Give me a break. I want to say like season three and on, 
and yeah. she plays Aunt Rachel on Family Matters, and she also plays the mom on Half and Half, or one of the moms. She on was Half and also um, with Tony. Um, Tony Orlando, Orlando and Don. Yeah, she was yeah, one of she Don. Was, she was one of Don. So yeah. she's not like, many folks know that. Not a lot of people know that. Hmm. Yep. And and like she was amazing. So there's this episode of her, Nell Nell Carter and Lynn Thigpen when Nell goes back to visit her home, um, and she's feuding with her mom, who also played the mama Mama Winslow on Family That's Matters, right. who also played um Raleigh's wife or girlfriend on a man. See all those connections? Yeah. So they were doing like a they were singing these different songs like by um the Supremes and and um what's her name? Darlene Love, you know, them and that was like amazing. Like I go back and watch them on YouTube whenever I need to be, you know, in a better mood. When I'm down, I just go back and watch those old um clips of that and shout out to Telma Hopkins, you yeah. know, for her longevity. Like she's and she's beautiful. Still yes. beautiful. Still beautiful. But yes. <laughs> and also for the folks, well two things for our younger listeners. Um give me a break was the first acting jobs for Joey and Matthew Lawrence. Yes. Uh, the Lawrence brothers. And second thing, how we were discussing all the connections of black actors in the, you know, eighties and nineties, there was, there was a pool of black actors who mm. would appear on everything. Yeah. And they were like all in that tight knit circle. Like they all ran together. Like um, they had all come up together. They like exactly Loretta Devine, yes. Shirley Ralph, Shirley Ralph. You uh, know because they did Dream Girls together. Yeah, they had they had done Broadway in some Broadway. form or fashion. So, yes, and then everybody moved out to L.A. And uh, Vivica Fox is another one. Who yes, was in that class of of, of those actresses and. Um, Loretta Devine is from Houston, and so is um, Jennifer Holiday, and Debbie Allen, and Felicia Rashad. They went to Jack Yates High School. Oh, um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the Allen sisters. I believe their dad was a dentist, and I believe I'm I'm trying to remember. Uh, not not to plug a, another podcast that's not one of mine and not on on this network uh but netflix has a podcast uh strong black legends mm. where they invite a different uh black creative on on the show and interview them about their past and stuff um highly recommend it it's a fucking fantastic podcast yes. um but i just recently listened to uh the debbie allen episode um and her son, like, never mind. Let me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Moving forward. Yes. <laughs> uh, what What is the song that you you just absolutely have to dance to whenever it comes on? Lizzo's Juice. Yes. Like I have to dance to that, and then um, if it isn't love by um new edition 
like I'm doing the dance moves. I'm like, I'm hopping around <laughs> and all that stuff, you know. Um, like those are songs that I dance to. Um, TLC, um, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Like I, I'm dancing to that. Um, what what's another one that just gets me? Throb by Janet Jackson. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, that that's another one. And Janet. I love me some Janet and people Janet's best album is the velvet rope. And I'm willing to fight people about that. You can argue with your cockeyed daddy in a staring contest. You, I mean, you can, you can yell at your, your deaf mama all you want to. That is her best album. I'm like, and I, and I say best album because you can listen from that album oh, start from to start to finish yep. without skipping a track. And it takes you on a journey. Like that album is amazing. Yeah. You know, very few people have like those pinnacle albums, those, you know, yeah. top tier albums. It's Janice the Velvet Rope album. It's Aaliyah, the Aaliyah album, the Red album. Yep. And I listen to that from start to finish. So when Rock the Boat comes on, I'm rocking the boat and dancing to that too. <laughs> and loose rap like that. That song like gets me going. Like yes. Yeah, so, but yeah, those are the songs that I, I have to dance to. And anytime I hear "Before I Let Go" by Frankie Beverly and Maze, I have to you know dance. And anytime the wobble comes on at a function, I mean, obviously. <laughs> now, no matter be- where you're at. Be, being a clear, um, I I don't participate, but yeah, you know it's you know I I, you you got to you know and it's ah uh, and we know how to like add in some few moves where we go right. around turn around touching the ground and coming on back and people are like what you doing I said we wobbling and you know it's <laughs> but yeah those are those are songs that I have to dance to um, and dance disco heat. By Sylvester oh, yeah. with two tons of fun. Um, Martha Wash. Yeah. <sighs> Love Martha Wash. <sighs> that woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The song could be just absolutely garbage. Uh, but maybe because of the memories you have attached to it. Wow. This might take me a minute because I'm thinking, because I just love, you know, music period, especially like good R&B. I think, I think just because I like the song and it's like my go-to karaoke song is Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Yeah. You no, know, like and I, I love that song. And it's it's a beautiful song. It's Johnny Gill was like in his bag yeah. when he was singing that. Like yeah. he was in it, like going in it. Um I think that and um Don't Let Go Love by In Vogue. That it's, one. It's, uh, I, you know, I think that was one of them. But yeah, but yeah, can you stand the rain? And um, there's a song by BB and CC Winans called um, "I'm Lost Without You." Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I love that song because it's it's a love song, 
but it's not the traditional love song that people think about. It's a love yeah. song between like people and, and God and you know all that good stuff. Yeah. But I think I really love that song because Whitney Houston sang back up on it. Oh, and that's I mean, right. Yeah. So she she sang at the peak of her career. She sang back up for BB and CC Winans. Um, and and I, I I love that song. Um, it's 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 a beautiful, smooth song with a great melody and is it and it has like a groove to it you know and it's uh, yeah i yeah so those would be the ones that like mean a lot to me that's um like emotionally connected you know just just those um so when i originally sent you uh this next the the list of questions uh this next question said one thing um and it changed um when i interviewed uh mike our, our friend from twitter mike yes seeing mike oh oh silver fox mike silver fox mike mm-hmm. silver fox mike <laughs> so if you were in a lip sync for your life what song oh, would you throw down on i'm your baby tonight whitney houston Yes, God. Mm-hmm. I'm your baby tonight, Whitney Houston. Like, I would kill that song. Like, yeah, I would kill it. I would kill it. And if we needed, like, a little something to slow down with, These Dreams by Heart. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Those would be my go-to songs. As as a former drag queen, I, I can tell you... Um, the toward the end the bridge of i'm your baby tonight where whitney's spitting words that shit is not easy it's not but i i, I i've gotten it <laughs> <laughs> seems like it's fatal it's all on the table and baby you hold easy the easy easy we don't have we don't, we don't, we don't have whitney music. we don't have whitney money yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry we don't have whitney money oh no you mean um <laughs> not whitney pat Houston. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> What <laughs> what is the song that reminds you of home? Ah, uh, there. Um, so, and home for me is two different places. Okay, because I was born in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and then I moved to Houston when I was five. So, whenever I think about Spartanburg like these dreams by heart comes up it comes to mind because growing up in Spartanburg, like there was really no stations that really had rap music yeah so to speak so that was what we were listening to like those things brandon's um, those 45 years old huh <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have radio when he was a kid <laughs> Or the stations that were being played in that town were not the rap stations. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that reminds me like whenever I hear that like that the beginning of that song, yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of like being in Spartanburg. Um, oh, but when I moved to Houston, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can remember this song vividly, like when I was in elementary, and it reminds me of like being very young and it's tender kisses by tracy spencer okay and people like like i that reminds me of like when we first moved to houston living in south park 
um, near MLK and all that stuff. So those those are the two songs that reminds me of Spartanburg and also reminds me of, you know, being here in Houston. And um, the song called um, The Harlem Shuffle. Right. That song also reminds me because my uncle used to go to, we used to like go to my uncle's, um, he had like this property and we would go there and we would just, on Saturdays, all the kids and my mom and aunts and, you know, uncles, so we would all be there with my cousins and all that stuff. And we'd just be there just having fun, eating and just out running around. And that song would come on, we would all just be there doing line dancing. So that reminds me, you know, just reminds me of home. When I think of home, I think of a place. <laughs> we don't have Stephanie Mills money, Not sir. Sorry. <laughs> Shit, right now we don't have Paula Abdul money either. <laughs> that, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we love you, Paula. Love you. Mm. Please don't sue us. Please don't sue me because my name's on everything. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Look me in the eye. Huh? Look me in the eye. Uh-huh. What is the sexiest song? Oh. So. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. He's got a piece of paper out. I've got lists of sexy songs that just make you just like, just want to, ah, you know. Mm. So. Um, can you handle it by Usher? Yes. Like that's like the I'm about to tear it up song. Okay. Anytime, any place by Janet Jackson. Absolutely. That's another one. Um, Discipline by Janet Jackson. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would you is it would you mind? I think that's another Janet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um another sexy song is um wildest dreams by tina turner and barry white oh yes like that and that song is like so and they're like they're talking and they're just talking and then they only sing when they get to the chorus but it's just them talking and just it's like chef's kiss perfection um speaking of tina turner talking let me interrupt you for just a uh second um i'm just when between leaving Nutbush, Tennessee, <laughs> and becoming Tina Turner, did the accent? Did she become British? So let me let me be. And, and I'm not I'm not mad at it. I know I just it just know when. So and we're gonna go back to London, and you know that's but right. li- but looking at watching old interviews with her mom and her sister, they talk the same way too. And it's weird, is especially there... especially her sister Eileen. Like they had that same talk. So, what people don't realize is that the British accent is nothing but a Southern accent, but it's just more. I don't want to. Say, is it elongated? That's probably you know. It's they're similar in their you know. Yeah, in their origin. So it's kind of easy for a Southerner, if they go to England a lot, to start to pick up on those particular, um, you know, 
dialect, right? Yeah. Is it dialect? Yes, yeah, dialect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think so. I think that's where it came from. But it was, <laughs> it was always there. But you really started to hear it in the '80s when she really mm-hmm. began to leave the United States and say, "Middle finger to y'all." <laughs> I'm done with this foolishness. I'm going to go to Switzerland and live out my best life. Um, but like it, I've always noticed it, but mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't didn't strike me. Um, I, I was listening to uh, "We Don't Need Another Hero" today yes. while I was at work, and there's a part when she talks, mm-hmm. and I went, "Who the fuck is that?" It was, and also we have to think it about in the '80s. In the '80s, she got a nose job too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she she got a nose job in the 80s. So her her sound became more nasally in and her range increased, but it wasn't that heavy sound anymore when she sang or talked. So that could also, you know, be a reason why we hear that change in her in her um in her speech. Um it's totally different from what Madonna did. <laughs> because <laughs> one minute madonna sound like somebody from jersey and then a month later she sound like oh you're sounding like camilla parker bowles i'm i'm not understanding well, because she heard she, she, she was married to guy ritchie, guy ritchie. a very famous british director yes um, yes 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 it is he guy ritchie is the father of her second child rocco Mm-hmm. who she called the insular on instagram but i'm not one to dwell <laughs> so back to sexy songs <laughs> so yes. madonna justify my love that's okay. another sexy one um anything by sade absolutely is just yes. sexy um she could sing Wheels on the Bus, and I'd be like, It'd be this sexy. Is going on the sex playlist. You know, no ordinary love. Like, that's just that, that's on the playlist. Soldier of Love. <laughs> Soldier of Love and all that. I'm yeah, that's all. So yeah, those are like my my sexy songs that will be on my playlist. Um, yeah, on my Mr. Happy Time, mm-hmm. Nasty Time playlist. Yes, but don't know how time ain't no playlist, so we just get right to the action. Right. <laughs> uh, we should we should also it, it would be remiss of me not to mention that one of the sexiest songs of all time is "Rope Burn" by Janet Jackson from the yes. Rope album. Yes, you are absolutely right. That yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Janet. Janet oh, Miss Miss Janet. Legend. Yes, legend. Legend. (laughs) What is the song that you most relate to? Hmm. This is a hard question. The the song you hear and you go, that's me. That's me in a song. (laughs) Me in a song. Okay, okay. Um... Let's see. <clears throat> so there's there's a song by Faith Evans, Love Like This Before. Yeah. And I, I think because it's fun and upbeat and it's like, you know, 
has like that group like I'm I feel like I'm that way you know it's not the lyrics it's just like the mood yeah. like I'm mostly in that mood a lot um wasn't that video in a skating rink it wasn't a skating rink <laughs> yeah and I, I love skating you know I which is weird like I can skate easier on rollerblades than I can on roller skates huh make that make sense but you know what <laughs> I can too um is it are you are you good you're good at ice skating too aren't you i've never been ice skating oh it's it's I'm, pretty much the same thing as rollerblading yeah it's the same idea um but actually you know what it is it's mm-hmm. it's all to do with your uh center of gravity uh mm. because you're gay that i was uh, <laughs> gonna say i was gonna say is it because i'm gay yes. <laughs> you know are we easier is it you know rollerblades because we have to you know we're swishy of, yes that's that's it that's <laughs> it that's it <laughs> but on um, that one and um there's another song that i just relate to whenever i hear it and it just like okay it just gets me in that like in a a good place and that would be um it's it's by um, this guy named Tony Rich. Okay. And it's nobody knows nobody knows but me. Nobody knows it but me. Yeah, the Tony yes. Rich project. Yep. And like that, like I just that song. There's just like, all right, this is it. I love it. I feel it. You know, it. It's just one of those songs. And to go back to sexy songs, I can't believe I forgot this one, but D'Angelo. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one it is. Doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> I, I think, yes. You, you, yeah. So that would be one, and um, John B. His song, um, "Don't Say," and they don't know. And with they don't know, it relates to me because that song came out in my high school years, and I was coming out of the closet. Nice. <laughs> So it was just so relevant to, you know, everything that was going on. Cause I had like a little, a little boo thing, you know, in high school and people began to whisper mm-hmm. and, you know, I was like, don't listen to what people say, you know, you know, sh- we, we, we good, you know? So that was actually my first love and, you know, yes. <laughs> At the height of John B's popularity, um, every white boy, myself included, who was a fan of R&B and rap at that time, had the fucking John B. haircut. I was going to say the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and the haircut. Yep. Oh, I'm going to have to see if I can dig a picture of that shit. That's hilarious. Well, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony was very popular when I was younger, so I had <laughs> the braids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can't grow hair anymore, if even if I try. So, yeah. And my, and my boyfriend, like his hair is like very long. He has like the ponytail and stuff. I'm like, you, mm. you know. He's like two, three years older than me, and I'm like, I have to stay bald because I would have the George Jefferson going on, you know, if I, you know, didn't keep my hair cut low. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get you uh, that wig that uh, Tyler Perry put Shamar Moore in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, that wig was terrible. <laughs> now, Medea's, Medea's new wig is on point. It's amazing. Yeah. I said, okay. Um, of, course, of course, the wig that he puts on himself is going to be... Is just, well, right. he's, a, he's a Virgo, huh? Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. What what is the song that defined your generation? Ooh. Um for some reason, this song, like when I think about growing up and maturing and all that stuff, One Sweet Day. Ooh. By Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Like I think that song defined find my generation. I think that oh was God. it. Yeah. And that song, anybody who passed the year that that song came out, that was, song it, got played at, at everybody's every funeral. fucking funeral. Every, every, every funeral. funeral. <laughs> I said, who, who died? What song y'all playing at the funeral? Oh, once a day, <laughs> why? <laughs> that and um, because the the biggie tribute song i'll be missing you they I'll came be- out like within six months of each other yes 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 and um i will also think thinking about you know that another song because i grew up in like the beginning of that and the end of the east coast west coast crap yeah. you know so tupac like keep your head up like that Define like those two songs, like Keep Your Head Up and One Sweet Day, like that really defines the generation because you know, even now, as we're older and we're like the grown ups now, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> because being an adult sucks, it's ghetto. Um, we are finding ourselves like I find myself thinking about those. I'm like, okay, stuff is crappy, okay, keep your head up. But then there's always hope, and that's that one sweet day piece, you yeah. know. So those are definitely, you know, the things that define my generation. And of course, you know, my heart would go on. <laughs> <laughs> Celine, I come to sing for you today. You know, <laughs> I love Celine. I do. I love her. <laughs> In your opinion. What song is objectively the greatest ever written? God. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure or anything. Dang. Jeez. The greatest song ever written. And I think about the song um, because of just the the wordplay. Human Nature by Michael Jackson. And and I just, and then how that song was so well written and how the melody was so well done that then it gave SWV one of their biggest hits. You know, and so yeah, so Human Nature by Michael Jackson. And I love that Michael, like, personally gave them the human nature sample it wasn't like yes. it went through da 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 da, da. Uh-huh. it was like he heard an early demo and then went yes. to the band and was like yes. here, here use this yes it's not like that crap that's going on now where they're mad and missy because they didn't get clearance for them to use 
her get your freak on song for yeah. is it bad bunny and this other guy and yeah you know that's on y'all that's not on yeah. missy <laughs> because she said copywritten don't copy me and y'all yeah. did <laughs> y'all gonna run missy her money because y'all run her money and those other writers that y'all didn't get clearance from yeah but uh, it will have to be human nature by michael jackson i just think just the the song is just beautiful yeah and then when you're just listening to the lyrics it's like you make those connections it's like you have to be a genius to write that type of um those types of words and have them make sense you know yeah uh, what song is the one that you've listened to the most? <laughs> okay, I've listened to How Can I Ease the Pain probably thousands of times. And it's the live version that's on YouTube where she's singing, I believe, in Asia. And she has on like the, the black, short black outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the tuxedo jacket. And like, I've listened to that rendition thousands of times. And All the Man I Need by Whitney Houston. Yes, God. Um, those, those are two that I probably listen to the most. And people don't realize that that was a remake. Really? Mm-hmm, that was a remake. Because I think that song came out in the 80s by another singer. So Whitney remade it just like um, Saving All My Love for You was also a remake because Marilyn McCoo from The Fifth Element and her husband, they did that one. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but um, All the Man I Need was a remake. Hmm. That's like, and the thing is like, once Whitney got a hold to your song, it was no longer a song. Yeah, that's, no. (laughs) She said, give me that song. But also, like, if if you ever wanted to hear Whitney in her peak voice mm-hmm. it's on that track that track right there and if you want to hear her in her peak voice live is when she's singing it to the tribute to the troops and yes. she has on that red dress and it has the Damn. buttons down the back yeah and she hits like she hits this note and it's full chest voice mm-hmm. and then she like flips her voice and the crowd just goes wild. Like yep. that's that's the epitome. Like that was peak vocal ability by any singer. Like there, that, there, there is a reason that they call Whitney the voice. The voice, because she was the voice. Yep. She, and she will always be the voice. And no one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be peak. So not 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 to be negative on this show because we don't like to be negative at all. We we haven't been negative this entire time. Not at um, all. What's the worst song you've ever heard? <laughs> um oh what is a song that I can't stand that when it comes, I just want to turn it off. There Okay. And forgive me for this, people. Oh, shit. I hate that song New York by Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. I think it's terrible. I hate it. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be fair here. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the fair one. Um, it's not the whole song. It's not. It's, it's not just the Alicia whole song. Keys. It, it it is her part. And, it, <laughs> and and the reason for that is, mm-hmm. um, you know, she stole that woman's husband, and her and voice has been fucked up ever since. Ever since. Ever since. Has she still been a? Mm-mm. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. So mm. <laughs> I'm I'm a hush. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hush. But that song, and then <laughs> there is the song by the Black Eyed Peas. Which one? You you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 one where Fergie's like on the radio. That one, like, what is like? I mean that could that could be any Look, black eyed song. Uh, <laughs> any song black, like it's it's one that I just can't stand. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's and but and the fact that I don't remember the words or the name of the song lets you know how much I hate that song. Like it's something about radio or something. Turn the radio up right now. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I just ugh. but yeah, those. Those two songs are songs that I I hate. Um, there's a singer's voice that I can't stand, but she can write really well. But I can't stand her voice. Name names. Ashanti. I Fair. hate her voice. Fair. I hate her voice. <laughs> I hate her voice when it's behind J Lo's face. That too. Um, but but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't like to speculate. Yeah. Oh, speaking of J Lo, that if I had, if you, if you had my love song, I yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah. I used to love it, but I can't stand that song now. It's that was her first single. It should have been her last. But should have been her last. Here we are. Should have been her last. Damn you, Yolanda Saldivar. Because I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this: Had Yolanda Saldivar never killed Selena. We wouldn't have J-Lo. We wouldn't have to deal with J-Lo. I had, I had the same fucking thought last night, actually. Like, we wouldn't have to deal with her ass. We no. wouldn't. Because like, had it not been for the film version of Selena, then, J-Lo would not have exploded like she did. Exactly. If it were not for Yolanda, um, Yolanda Saldivar's bell pepper-shaped <laughs> soup can built behind shooting Selena Quintanilla, I, yeah. mm. when she and get out uh in like three years 2025 i think is when <laughs> she's getting out um she might want to stay uh, she might want to stay in there she'd probably be safer because now i'm mad um, <laughs> <laughs> like you um but while we're on the subject of j-lo mm-hmm. uh and you know her being a singer um <laughs> Allegedly. it's, it's it's important to bring up that during during a press junket for the Selena film, um, a reporter asked her if she was singing, you know, in the film, and J Lo said, "No, she's not a singer." So I'm just I'm I'm gonna leave that there. Um, and, so, and you know what? It was it wasn't until she started messing with Puffy. True. Mm. So I blame Puffy for this mess too. Yep. 
So I mean, had, if if she had never shot uh, that guy in the club in Miami, uh, no. <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly. So if you could have a song play um, every time you walk in a room, what song would it be? Ah. Uh. <laughs> and this is funny because I'm, it's not a song per se, but it's a theme song Okay, from one of my favorite wrestlers, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's the okay. glass shatter and him just strutting out and just like not giving a damn about anything. Like I'm, I'm bad as hell. Can't nobody whoop my ass. <laughs> you I know, like that would be like that Stone Cold, like, dun, 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 and he's just like middle finger and up to everybody and all that stuff. You know, it drinking, will it would be that like that would be yeah. that would be my my theme song. Like that would be the song that will have played every time I entered into the room. But then when I left the room, it will be automatic by the point of sisters. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, what is the song that you always put on a playlist? Everything by Mary J. Blige. Excellent song. Fucking excellent song. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That, again, that Share My World album is Mary J. Blige's best album. You, you can argue with your shadow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, everything, you know, yeah, yeah. So at some point between us starting this recording and now, my friend, uh, you've died. And <laughs> and I'm very I'm I'm very sad. Uh, I've <laughs> I've gone into bereavement. Um, I'll become a recluse, <laughs> I'll never recover. Um I'll hold your picture while I sleep at night. Um, <laughs> and you have gone on to the great beyond. You are in heaven. And mm-hmm. before St. Peter will let you through those gates, they're going to make a mixtape of your life. <laughs> what is, Brandon, the first song on that mixtape? The first song on that mixtape will be it will have to be the song that I knew <laughs> who I was and that would have to be Faith by George Michael. Fuck yes. That would be the first song on, on my mixtape. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have come to the end of the show, sir. Um, at this moment, as with the other shows that you have appeared on, if there is anything that you would like to plug or if you'd like to drop your uh, social media handles, you are more than welcome to do that now. So we have two shows coming out. Uh, one is called Coastal Elites, which I'm excited about. And the other one, oh my God, my mind just went blank. And it's she's like going to kill. It's like this. And it's so simple. <laughs> like I can't, it's like, see, just like that. It, I forget it like that. So it's like this. So Coastal Elites and it's like this. So those should be coming out spring, summer, <laughs> fall. I feel like Sheree from, 
<laughs> joggers, um, joggers. Um, joggers. They're on the way. Um, they're, they're on the way. They'll uh, probably, probably uh, late April, early May. Yes, yes, joggers. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, you can follow me at Ordinary Brother um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and the Joyful Warrior Network. I'm a part of that as well. Um, and yes, I, I don't, those are the things I would like to plug. And also, shout out to all the educators out there because this has been a rough year. And, uh, you know, this year has been tougher than the actual, you know, year where we were at the peak of COVID. Um, because we're no longer running on adrenaline. We're running on fumes. So shout out to educators out there. Um, keep them lifted. Keep them, you know, in your prayers, you know, sending, you know, burning sage, do what you got to do because they need it. Um, midterms, vote in the midterms. November 2022. Every election counts. Uh, we have to protect the majority because if the Republicans get a hold of the Senate or the House, we're screwed. So we we gotta we gotta keep Democrats in charge so we can get more progress going. And again, it's like this and coastal elites coming soon. And thank you, Greg, for having me on. Not a problem. Thank yes. you for thank you for being on the show. Um, thank you for wanting to do it very last minute. I had a I had a cancellation this afternoon and could not remember when we were recording um <laughs> we were asked for us to record next week i said hey right, let's do it today right. <laughs> um but yeah follow um the joyful warrior podcast network on uh twitter at the t-h-e-e-j-w-p-n or on instagram and tiktok it's uh the joyful warrior network the with two e's um i was telling somebody about it uh the other day and i called it the joyful warrior project uh <laughs> which which is not us um no. that is somebody else who does i believe it's a charity organization uh, i believe they do good work i don't i don't know um that's none of my business um <laughs> because it's not my business uh but yes uh, so we will see y'all next time. Your Life the Mixtape is a Dollop of Trollop production in association with Spring Break 83 Productions and the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network.